Okay, we're recording now. Okay. Take big gulp of that water. Oh my god, he's going to try some kind of ASMR. I can't make noise. My it doesn't Damn. make noise. <laughs> <clears throat> Hold on, let me dab. Oh my good lord. We're going to be here till tomorrow <laughs> record this part. <laughs> <clears throat> Me, 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 me. All right. If I could. Okay, the diva tele- is ready. Yes. If I could teletransport to a story right now, I would just punch your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Let's do it. Welcome back, you gorgeous voters. Yes. Welcome back, you sassy flies. This is a comedy show that happens every other week on Mondays with two gay guys. We go over the top news stories of the past few days with some sexy-ass jokes and sweet, sweet segments. I'm Rafael Rautha. And I'm David Barrera. And we are the Bi-Weekly Bottoms. Bottoms. Before we jump on major political happenings that you probably know took place during these past few weeks, from the first presidential debate to Trump getting COVID and to Emily going to Paris, which, excuse me, does have a part in the gay political agenda. We're starting off with a B-list of politics from the past two weeks. Let's do it. (laughs) Yes. Starting off with a pastor who joined Mike Pence at a prayer march and announced that he has coronavirus because, you know, sometimes God does answer gay prayers. Meanwhile, in an interview with Fox News, Eric Trump claimed that he was part of the LGBTQ community. Thank you, Eric. We have received your application to join and will process it within seven business days. Oh, oh yes, the results just in. You are denied. No, thank you. Eric Trump later clarified his remarks, reminding us that he has a wife and two kids and affirmed that he is not bisexual and that hand stuff with the guy in college does not count. Later in the week, 13 men were charged in an alleged plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen, we're so glad you're safe, and damn, 13 men trying to kidnap you? I can barely find one guy who's willing to spit in my mouth as I climax. There we go. What a week, David. What? <laughs> what a week. What um, a two weeks. Let's what be honest. What weeks. a two weeks. What a past couple of weeks. That's a the I way know. to say it. It's been rough. I mean, basically, as soon as we recorded the pod, you were already texting me and being like, holy shit, there's so much going down. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I feel like the world is burning. Yeah, the world's been burning for the past year or yep. all year, all of 2020, but definitely the What past- are you talking about? 2020 is a great year. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but I think that like, yeah, definitely with Trump getting Corona and the debates being like in full force right now, it's like, everything is just like, 
we're facing everything head on. I know. <sighs> How are you holding up? I'm okay. Are you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm are reading you? off a teleprompter. Someone no, is you're telling not. Me... This is the banter. <laughs> Someone is saying, say you're okay or I will cut you. Oh um... <laughs> it's me texting you on the side. Just keep it positive. Okay. Keep, keep it positive. positive. <laughs> That's what the world needs right now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> What did you do? Oh my God. This is always like the benter is always going to be the same thing. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what I did today, which was the first. And I was quite excited. Um, I had two firsts this past weekend. Ooh, what cherries um, did you pop? Oh my God. Yes. For the first cherry I popped was um, carving a pumpkin, which I've never done before. Even though I've been in the States for five years, I've never carved a pumpkin before. It was um pretty bad <laughs> i need to like learn some skills how to do you it. you did that I'll... today no i did that yesterday at the park. Oh, okay yeah i try to like write something and then it was like too thick and i'm guessing all pumpkins are that thick you know yeah pumpkins are right? thick boys yeah i didn't know they're thick boys first i didn't know they were were as hollow as they are mm-hmm. um but but i had fun i had fun you need yeah. to send me a picture of your pumpkin later. I never took it. I was so ashamed of it. I'm oh, like, no. okay, first try. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. I'll do I'll do another one. I'm a perfectionist. Now I get it. I never like associated with like the thickness with how hard it would be to like, you know, keep the letters um on it. So what it, kind of it, mm. I think I've only carved a pumpkin like once, maybe in like first grade. And I will say I didn't actually carve it. It was probably like one of my parents that did it. I think I drew on it with a Sharpie and they cut it as I wanted. Because I do think, yeah, those are really thick. Did you use like a special knife? Yeah, my friend had a whole setup. Shout out to Mm. Michelle, um, who also has a podcast, which I... It's, it's social media sisters so check it out if you like social media stuff uh, but she had the whole setup and she was um telling everyone at the picnic that these are really sharp she was very proud of how sharp the tools are i don't know if that's something for you to be proud of yeah <laughs> i mean i'm sure for people who use tools that's something to be proud of i wouldn't know i usually just hire people to do things for me do you watch those tiktoks with people like building furniture and you're like i want to be one of those people one day no i mostly just watch tiktoks of people dancing and puppies that is funny because my timeline is completely different (laughs) my timeline is mostly i think this is my day in new york city which is sometimes very annoying but sometimes like it's either like either too annoying up to the point that's like this is this is not your day in New York city or the point that like people want, wants it to be like super realistic. And it's like, you're clearly making a joke (laughs) (laughs) and it's like too much. But I do look at those people that like are building furniture. Um, And you know, there there was like a bunch of people like, we're going to remodel this entire house. Like, Oh, my parents went on vacation and we're going to remodel their entire house. And they did like a whole series on TikTok about it. 
And I'm like always like jealous because I want to have kind mm. of like that ability to build things. But at the same time, like we live in New York City. So like we don't have a shed. We don't have the luxury to have tools and like build a table in the middle of our living room. Like not going to happen. No, I have a toolbox that I share with my friend and we keep it at her place because I don't have room. Toolboxes boxes are like serious business. Like I, there's, do you know what every single tool in your toolbox like is for? No, I just really know how to use the power drill and I've used it once. Once? What did mm-hmm. you use it for? Uh, I unscrewed my chair, my desk chair. So that way it would be easier to dispose of it. It was broken. Oh, okay. And it was like set up. I didn't even set it up. It was already here. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it just had to go because it broke. Oh. Like, do you like putting, assembling Ikea furniture together? No. Do, no? I love it. It's like oh a puzzle God. to me. It's so much fun. <laughs> it is so much fun no i hate it in my last apartment before this one my roommate and i went uh shopping and we bought this thing that was supposed to be like a shelf for the kitchen mm-hmm. and we lived there for a full year and when we moved out it still wasn't set up <laughs> we gave the power up. of procrastination that's <laughs> a beautiful thing but i Wait, feel you yeah so what's the other cherry that you popped this weekend the pumpkin carving Yes, the other one was an ice cream truck. Wait, what? You've never eaten from an ice cream truck? No, I've done it in New York, but like, it's not like an ice cream truck that comes playing the song in the street and you're like running down the street. Not running down the street, but just like going, <laughs> like waving. It's like, I want ice cream. Never done that. Like, I've had the ice cream trucks that they have in New York, but it's not like they're just standing there, you know? Okay. Yeah. I thought wow. it was a good experience. Good for you. Thank you. It was it was a different. No, it was the same thing. It's the same ice cream they can get at mm-hmm. any other truck in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably McDonald's is better. I do like McDonald's soft serve. Oh, I love McDonald's. Yeah, I love soft serve too. Um, right. I actually did pop some cherries, or I popped at least one cherry this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I like this. We should just come every week, every episode. We should just be like, "What cherries did you pop over the past yes. two weeks?" I like it. That's a fun way to do new things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've been playing tennis a lot. Mm-hmm. I start. I played in high school, and I'm pretty good at it, actually. Um, and I started playing again in May because it's something you can do during the pandemic. And before, I would just play against the wall, and now I have my own little tennis community in Astoria. Have I talked about oh. this on the pod? Oh, my God. How many communities do you have in Astoria? <laughs> <laughs> you have so many i have my gay community my mexican okay. friends i wouldn't i don't know if i can call them my community it's my group of friends that are gay my group it's a community okay that are mexican and then tennis it is a community for sure um but anyways i um i used polyester strings for the first time which are fancier strings not okay. for beginners Mm, someone is getting proficient in the art of tennis i mean i've been using beginner strings since since high school and like i shouldn't actually have been using the beginner strings um but it's been cool my forehand is really powerful 
Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, pretend that I know what that is. Mm-hmm. It's when you hit it with this hand. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. And then the backhand is this one. Oh, okay. I did play tennis like for like a hot second a long, long time ago back in Brazil. So yeah, I meet lots of people like you who are like, oh yeah, I played tennis because I did a little camp for a week. <laughs> and I'm I just did like, for like two months, I think, but ugh, I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. I'm always just like, get out of my face. I roll my eyes at you guys and I say, you can go hit over there. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm actually very open and i'll play with anyone i can adjust we can play together and you're gonna see how uh much of a disaster i am (laughs) anything that involves like highly like motor skills highly evolved motor skills i'm not good do you have good hand-eye coordination uh i'm gonna say no (laughs) oh Huh. That wasn't a yawn. That was a hmm. Mm. That was mm. a ponder, a ponderment. I'm terrible at yeah. I think I'm terrible at any sports, to be honest. Like any sports. That's so sad. Uh, I'm only good at volleyball and tennis. I'm very can, bad at basketball. At basketball, yeah, no. Never even try playing basketball. I think I'm okay at volleyball, but I think it's the only sport that I can um, tolerate. I bet you would be good at golf. Really? Yeah, you have like a golf body. Meaning chubby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like quarantine junkie. You're like stiff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you mean that I'm a, a old white man in his 50s exactly. that uh, cheats on his wife and <laughs> every weekend does a work of a golf trip mm-hmm. yeah yes. and probably voted for trump yeah that's definitely me mm-hmm. <laughs> hey democrats play golf too yeah they do i think obama played golf oh i don't actually that's unconfirmed sorry guys we're not like we're a two-person news outlet <laughs> <laughs> what um what do you think it's biden's uh favorite sport oh that's a tough question i think it would I need to think of all the sports that are out there. Probably track. <laughs> I think he's more of like yeah. a, a track star. Yeah. Like hurdles, 50 meter hurdle. That makes sense. What about Bernie? I'd say Bernie's more of like a, I don't know. Is this a segment? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, um, we'll add our notes for the next one. <laughs> swimming maybe swimming oh i think he could do swimming bernie might be tennis to be honest that's true yeah but i i I can see swimming i can see swimming too i think pete Buttigieg would be volleyball because volleyball is very gay yeah i i can definitely see that (laughs) or um which is the one handball yeah, yeah. Although I I will say he's like mask enough that I could see him playing basketball too. Mm. But it's more of like it's... a it's a political thing. True. Like we need to see a video of him playing basketball for the base. Do you think he's cute? 
I was attracted to him and he had my vote purely because he's cute. He's cute. He's cute. I fantasized about him. I was like, this is the first time I've ever fantasized about a potential president. And it was hot. It was hot. What was the fantasy about? Like, Uh, I was like, he was in the Oval Office and I was like, excuse me, Mr. President. Your coffee's ready. <laughs> oh my god, you dropped your papers. Pick it up for you. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it made me think of like all those like weird porns are like a parody of a specific thing, like Lord of the Rings. And mm. have you ever watched one of those? I have a porn never. parody. Um, yeah. I think I've only ever seen like trailers. <laughs> yeah, same. Which is yeah, I'm now thinking like what's like the whole thing about well we'll watch separately and then we'll report back on the the next Mm -hmm. benter we'll have a whole segment on porn (laughs) Uh, yeah well we have to it's a gay podcast we should yeah (laughs) oh lord okay Uh, is this enough banter for you david i'm all bantered out great Let's get to some news. You ready? I'm ready. Um, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, listeners, I hope you're ready too. A Democratic candidate in an open New Mexico House race has acknowledged his participation in two gay porn films as a college student in the 80s. He said he is not proud of the experience, but believes the film proves he's capable of pleasuring his district and the evidence will be all over his face. An Eminem fan in Scotland set the Guinness World Record for most tattooed portraits of the same musician. Well, guess who's back on your back? A cosplay clothing company created a sexy mail-in ballot costume for this year's Halloween. Just like the real ballot, the costume will have highly complicated instructions and will most likely not be counted as a Halloween costume. The Irish Supreme Court ruled this past week that Subway bread isn't technically bread. If you smell bread close to a Subway, run. It's a trap. Two former detention officers at an Oklahoma jail have been accused of subjecting inmates to inhumane punishment by forcing them to listen to the song Baby Shark on repeat. So I guess we're also arresting every kid in America for making their parents listen to the song for three months straight. A study shows that drinking coffee before breakfast could have a negative effect on your health. An alarming piece of news for Donnie Wahlberg and his 3 a.m. Dunkin' Donuts runs. In other news, a study shows that no study has ever concluded if any study is the right study to tell if coffee is good or bad for you. Fall is here and with it, the best time of the year long season. At Subway, you can try a delicious sub with our fresh bread made in-house. Disclaimer, Subway bread is not legally considered bread due to the high sugar levels pumped into the recipe in our factories. And footlong season means you buy two and get one free sub for your family with a bunch of flavors to choose from, like the mouth-watering meatball marinara. Advisory, our meatballs are 68% in human growth hormone, which when combined with the breadcrumbs from our technically not bread bread, means these meatballs are technically not meat. Mmm, delicious, right? And it doesn't stop there. We are pleased to announce that even with the restrictions 
restriction imposed by this pandemic, we're now back with our full menu, so you can get a piece of our flavorful tuna sub. Watch out, definitely not really tuna. By the laws in the states of Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Texas, we must disclaim that our tuna is made out of a combination of Irish catfish, low-sodium carp, and extremely ugly clownfish. The flavorful spicy Italian. Notice, the delamid is a result of the fumes expelled by the hormone process used to create our technically not meat for the non-technical meatball. The spice is the outcome of our main meat man, Josh, handling all of these without washing his hands for five days straight. And a tasty veg delight. Warning, the veggies are from a radioactive farm in the middle of Missouri, but nobody cares about this one. So hop on the app and find out the closest subway near you for takeout or delivery. Must live within a 0.5 mile radius as our subs are immediately rotten if out of temperature control environment for more than five minutes. Subway, eat fresh. In the past two weeks, news outlets have been providing live updates on Donald Trump's status dealing with coronavirus. Usually live updates means we're watching reporters in real time. Well, in this case, live updates means we're confirming that the president is still breathing. Ugh, and since so much has happened in these past two weeks, Rafa, should we just take all of this in one big gulp? Like, very deep until we gag? Yes, that sounds perfect. Okay, listeners, pucker up those lips for our next segment. Deep Throating the News. Yeah, that's right. We're going to suck it in deep, baby. These past few weeks were the perfect sum of 2020 and how the White House has been dealing with this pandemic, just a giant hot mess. And when we say hot, we're referring to the fever Trump likely got from having COVID-19. That's right. On October 2nd, Trump tweeted that he and the First Lady tested positive for the coronavirus. But the White House never confirmed when he last tested negative, making it very unclear how long they've been contagious. It's like Trump got home drunk in the morning and is avoiding the question, Where the hell were you last night? Oh, he knows exactly what he did. Most people are pointing to a large gathering at the White House for the Supreme Court nomination of Amy Coney Barrett, claiming it might have been a super spread event since there was little social distancing or mask usage. So many safety measures were broken, you would have assumed it was a circuit party on Fire Island, except instead of hot men and speedos, it was a room full of white people with bad skin. And then in the time between this and when Trump found out he had COVID, he participated in several events where he potentially exposed more people to the virus. One of these included the presidential debate where he spent 90 minutes blowing hot air at Joe Biden. Again, we're saying hot because of the Rona fever. Trump came into contact with so many people. It's almost like he's trying to get Republicans sick on purpose so they can't vote. He likely hates his job, but he's in way too deep. Trust me, we're gays. We know about self-sabotage. Then on Friday morning, Trump announced he and the First Lady had corona, and by Friday night, he was being taken to Walter Reed Medical Center. Things were moving so fast between the virus and Trump, you would have thought they were two lesbians on a date. But this also begs the question, did anyone ever bother to check on Melania? She's like the American people watching Trump getting his special treatment that she, a foreigner, could never afford. And then while Trump was in the hospital, the list of Republicans with COVID grew larger and larger, including Governor Chris Christie, Senators Mike Lee and Tom Tillis, Trump's campaign manager, as well as Kellyanne Conway. They're just like one big, happy, highly contagious and highly homophobic family. Then he quickly left inside an SUV along with three members of the Secret Service, just so he could wave to supporters right outside. The SUV was hermetically sealed, creating a perfect scenario to infect the agents inside. All for what health experts and the media called political theater. Look, 
We live for the drama, baby. And from someone who won a Sarah Paulson impersonation contest, we're here to tell you that this is wretched level bad. By Monday, Trump was out of the hospital after only one weekend. So I guess it wasn't a lesbian relationship after all, but more like a closeted married man going to New York over the weekend for work. Trump later tweeted, Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. Because according to Trump, the only thing that should dominate you is a former porn star with a bladder full of warm piss. And yes, we're saying warm, not because it's piss, but because Trump would have likely passed Corona on to her. Then Trump released a cinematic video that portrayed his triumphant return. It was likely directed by a Tommy Lauren screaming at a PA while they did all the work. Then after arriving, a still sick Trump took off his mask and posed for a photo op on the White House balcony before entering a room full of staffers. And if I can ever compare Trump to a biblical character other than Judas, I think we can say he was Moses. That room probably opened up like the Red Sea on poppers. And finally, we're left with the vice presidential debate, or as we like to call it, Kamala Harris versus the devil incarnate. The night felt like a game of gay dodgeball watching the candidates avoiding so many questions except for the ones you want to suck on for a little bit. The highlight of the night was when a fly sat atop Mike Pence's head for nearly two whole minutes. Look, we know it was a straight fly, or else it would have immediately burst into flames when touching his head. And after all these happenings, it still begs the question, did anyone bother to check on Melania? Is she okay? You know what? She is probably somewhere planning to sabotage Santa's sleigh to ruin Christmas for immigrant kids everywhere. A glitch discovered in a computer-controlled male chastity cage could cause some unlucky guy's privates to be locked up by hackers. Not actually a problem. That's probably what they wanted anyways. A pizza delivery man in England was caught on a doorbell camera rubbing a pint of ice cream on his crotch before giving it to the customer. It was later discovered that it was actually part of Ben & Jerry's campaign for their new flavors, Crotch Garcia, Chunky Honky, and Americone Cream. Chinese researchers found that men with deeper voices are more likely to cheat on their partner. Researchers also found that men with deeper voices actually have the option to cheat on their partners. A survey of 2,000 coffee drinkers revealed that 49% of respondents have become at-home baristas during quarantine. The people polled also admitted that after getting more proficient in the art of making coffee, it made them automatically forget how to write people's names. Astronomers have discovered two dozen planets, all more than 100 light years away, that are perfectly capable of sustaining human life. When asked how they were able to find so many viable options in such a short amount of time, the astronomer said that after the presidential debate, they knew they had to find a new planet ASAP. According to a new research, the average American parent has heard their child announce I'm bored six times per day since the beginning of quarantine. I just wanted to say, I'm sorry, mom. Apple will roll out their new gender-neutral Santa Claus emojis as part of their iOS 14.2 update. Thank you, Apple, for giving us one more family argument for our Christmas dinners. A Brooklyn pizza shop is offering a comforting word service. For an additional price of $1, the delivery driver will look you straight in the eyes and tell you everything is going to be okay. The restaurant also won this year's award for best softcore porno. Oh my god. Mmm, hot. 
This is our porn episode. This is, yeah, this is definitely our our most uh, naughty episode of all of them. And we've had some naughty ones. Yeah, we did. And this is still our fifth episode, so tune back in. We have a lot of naughty stuff. Naughty, naughty stuff. We did it, though. Five episodes. Folks, this was a hard episode to make. Yeah, guys, and as this election gets even thicker, these episodes are going to be harder, guys. Yeah, We just want to so... do fun news. Exactly, but, like, appreciate our, you know, effort. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe mm. to us on Spotify. And, you know, wherever you got your podcasts. I think we're everywhere. Yeah, and like give us bottoms... feedback. These bottoms are everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Give us feedback. Fill our hearts and our holes. Yes. Fill our holes with um, delicious feedback. Um, <laughs> so they don't have a troll, which we're still looking for the role of a troll. So if you want to fill troll that role. spot, that kind of, yeah, kind of fill that hole, let us know. If you want to fill the troll hole. I got a troll hole right here for you, baby. Ready to be filled out. So come and do that. Come with your troll juice. Oh my god. And fill up that that troll hole. Okay, Ugh. now this is feeling like banter, Rafa. We gotta stop. I know. Okay. Alright. Thank you everyone that tuned in. Um, come back soon. We love you. Stay queer. Okay, that will definitely give us a lawsuit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless you, Ollie. All right. (laughs) The Bi-Weekly Bottoms is produced, written, and performed by Rafael Rautha and David Barrera. Our opening song was composed by Taino Brito. You can follow him on Instagram at Tylo, at T-Y-L-L-O. You can follow David on Instagram at that Davy Gravy. And you can follow Rafa at Raphael Rautha. And you can follow us again on every major podcast um, streaming platform. Do the thing. Do the thing. Bye. Bye.